Hello, happy Monday. What happens in your home when sickness spreads through everyone in your household? How do you manage to keep going with your responsibilities when you feel miserable and have to care for these kids that are miserable too? Does everything fall apart and you take a whole week or two to get your life back in order? Then it feels like you're playing catch up for weeks after because everything got so far behind. We've all been there, but getting sick doesn't have to mean everything falls apart. You can pick up those pieces and get everything back in order quickly if you have systems in place. Stay tuned for seven ways to get your life back in order after sickness sweeps through the house. Are you sick of always feeling rushed? Are you frequently frustrated and snapping at your kids, spouse, or all of the above? Are you ready for peace and joy to flow through you in your home? In this podcast, you will find solutions to bring peace and joy back to what may feel like chaos. It is my mission to help you be restored to who God intended you to be so you can wake up refreshed and excited for each new day. When God speaks of restoration, it is always in abundance, and when restored, it is better than how it started. God promised us a better life and a better future for us and our families. If you are ready to say yes to the life God created you for and for peace to flow through your home, mind, and spirit, then you have come to the right place. I'm Jen, a wife, mom, and Jesus lover. God showed me what structure, organization, and a healthy mindset can do to bring joy back into my home and marriage. Wherever you are starting from, if you are ready to find peace, joy, and your sanity once again, or for the first time ever, along with getting back to the root of who God created you to be, this podcast is for you. Find a new joy-infused marriage and laughter and fun to replace the stress and frustration with your kiddos as you join me for real talk through the pain, struggle, and joy and freedom on the other side. Let's say you were sick for a week. You had a really bad flu or head cold that just put you down and out when it came to housework, work, your business, and schooling for your kids. How are you supposed to get caught up? A week's worth of work when it comes to the house, school, and work, it feels impossible to get back on track without other things falling behind. But it is possible to catch up on what fell to the wayside while you were sick without getting overwhelmed and stressed. I know it feels like the house will never get back in order. I've been there. And all the school that you didn't get to do with your kids, all the work you didn't get done on your business, it all just feels so overwhelming. But systems are your friend. If you have systems in place when you get sick or you go on vacation or life just happens, because it does, we all know that, you can fall right back into step with your systems and life is balanced once again. It's wonderful. So your life doesn't even feel balanced when you have been healthy? Well, let's fix that. That's what this podcast is all about. And today we're talking about getting everything back in order after it all falls apart when you've been sick or gone. So number one is just take care of you. Take your vitamins, get exercise, get the rest you need, eat healthy. Some of the things that I do to take care of me to make sure I'm healthy and able to take care of my family the way I need to is my vitamins. I take the Lifelong Vitality Pack from doTERRA. It's amazing and it gives me energy. And sometimes when people get sick, I don't get sick. And I used to be the one who was always sick and it would always hit me the worst. And then On Guard. Use On Guard all the time for everything. I can't even explain how amazing it is and how healthy it keeps you. I use On Guard in all my cleaning products. I use On Guard in my soap. I use On Guard in well, the hand soap, but my soap for the shower, my shampoo, I use it in everything. I have it going in my diffuser when it's flu season or when colds are going around. I use it for everything. And then you can have a diffuser going, um, put On Guard in there during sick times, but also just different 
cleaning things like lemon oil or tea tree. It helps to clean out the air. Take your greens. So many of us don't get enough vegetables, vitamins, and nutrition in just a normal diet. If you take greens, that is a huge help in your immune system because you'll get the nutrition that you need. Taking care of yourself will help you stay healthy and help you get to sick less. So that way you don't have to worry as much about getting caught up because you won't be sick. You won't have to get caught up because you're not going to be sick. It's better to be proactive than reactive. If you care for yourself, you can better care for your family. Number two is do the bare minimum while you're sick. This gives you the opportunity to rest while you're sick so your body can heal quicker. If you are pushing yourself when you're sick to keep up so that way you don't get behind, it's just going to take you longer. It's going to take your body longer to recover and eventually you're going to get even further behind than you would have if you would have just taken the time to rest. It's better to rest and heal quickly than trying to continue to do all the things and be sick for even longer. Number three is have systems in your home set up before you get sick. This goes right back to the proactive. So that way you can easily pick up those systems and get life going again. A big thing that is just always there when you're a mom and you have a bunch of kids running around is laundry. So join me lo- <laughs> join me laundry, join me on Wednesday. So that way we can talk about how I handle laundry with so many kids and my system to keep the laundry room a little bit more in step. So that way it's not just piling all over the place. I don't have clean laundry all over the place all the time. Majority of the time, we all have our days. So, and yes, even I do. Sometimes I do have a pile of laundry that didn't get folded right away, but it's rare. It's the exception, not the rule, because I have a good system in place. So join me Wednesday, and we're going to talk about that one. And then also a kitchen reset. Every night and every morning, make sure you have your dishwasher full and running at night so that way you can empty it in the morning and you can keep your counters clean keep dishes in the dishwasher instead of having them pile up in the sink. Having that kitchen reset system will help you. And then when you're sick and you have your kitchen just going crazy, the moment you start feeling better, you can get right back on track with that kitchen reset system. And then having a system for cleaning your house, that episode is coming soon. So stay tuned. But I do have an episode on some tips to keep a clean house, which may help you while you're waiting for my full system on keeping a clean home. I'll link that episode in the show notes. Your menu board for meal planning, that is a great system to have in place. And it saves brain power. It saves time and energy. And I will link that episode in the show notes as well. Have a cleaning rotation. So have each room on a rotation of cleaning throughout the week. After you get better, just jump back into that rotation. And by the end of the week, your house will be back in order. Having these systems set up in your home and in your business too, it'll help you stay on track and not get overwhelmed when things start to build up. If you go on vacation, if you get sick or life just happens as it always does, and you can't keep on top of it all during that week, that next week, just jump back into your systems and it'll get caught back up without that overwhelming feeling. Number four is focus on one area at a time. So that way you can avoid feeling overwhelmed. Number four and five could actually really be blended. I should have blended them together, but I didn't. We have a step four, we have a step five, but they do kind of go hand in hand. So don't look at everything around you that fell to pieces while you're sick and think that you're never going to be able to handle it. And this is just 
how it's going to be. Focus on one area at a time. Just look at the kitchen. When the kitchen is done, you can move on to the floors. When the floors are done, move on to the next thing. You get the idea. Just one thing at a time. If you focus on one thing instead of the full picture, you are not going to get so overwhelmed. Then number five, which kind of goes along with number four, do a little extra each day once you're feeling better. Remember, you don't have to do it all at once. You have your normal daily life tasks that you need to focus on now that you're better, and that's going to take up all your time. You aren't going to be able to get caught up on everything all at once. Don't expect it because you're probably just going to be disappointed by the end of the day because you're not going to get it all done. It's just how it is. It's okay. It took a few days to get that way. It's going to take a few days to get it back to normal. So take one area and task and focus on that until it's complete. Then move on to the next. If you got all the touch points cleaned, that's coming up in tip seven, and your normal tasks are taking the rest of the day, then that's okay. You got one part done, and you can work work on catching up on the other area the next day. Then by the end of the week, if you do a little each day, you're going to be fully caught up. Number six is call in the helpers. You don't have to do it all on your own. You don't. You can't. Just face it. We are awesome, but we're not that awesome. We can't do it all on our own. Give each child a task to help get things in the house back in order. No matter what age they are, they can help with something. Even your littles can help, unless they're infants, of course. Little Caleb, who's almost four months, he just sits and cheers us on with his little baby coos and that's helpful. It cheers the sun. So he's helping in his own way. <laughs> and then James, he's two years old and he'll help pick things up off the floors. Let's face it. When you're sick, cleaning up the toys is the last thing on your mind. If you can do anything, you're probably going to go do some dishes or do a little laundry. So you have some clean underwear. That's just how it goes. The toys are the last thing. He'll go and he'll pick up his toys and put them in the baskets when we ask. He even helps mop. It's not a great job. He's only two, but he's learning. He pushes the mop around the floor after I spray it. But if I can get all the dirt off the floor, the the loose dirt that the dogs have tracked in, and then I'll spray the floor, him pushing the mop around will actually clean pretty well. And then when I have time, I can go back and mop better. But at least a little something was done and he learned how to help with a new task. I can also give him a rag and the spray. I make my own cleaning spray, so it's 100% non-toxic and safe for kids. So I can have him clean areas that are at his level. He loves to help with that. So he'll clean the lower cabinet door handles, or if some foods build on the cabinet doors, I can have him spray the cabinet doors and wipe it off. It's not always perfect, but it's something. The others are a little older, and I can give them any task, and they're a huge help. And then don't forget about your husband. He can help too. He was probably sick and contributed to the mess. So let him help clean up the mess. My husband will usually help with the dishes. That's just kind of his go-to. He's good at it. And it's something that he can do. He may not do it the same way I do it. And I joke because I can't keep anything around the sink because I know if it's around the sink, it's going to get wet. So I give him a hard time for it. But you know what? I'm not complaining. He's helping with the dishes. And I love it. It saves me a lot of time and effort. So when we're sick, dishes tend to pile up a little bit. He'll jump in the kitchen when we're feeling better and he'll knock those out while me and the kids clean other areas. Bringing in others to help will cut your time to get caught up on the house in like half, if not even more than that, depending on how many people you have pitching in. So don't forget to ask for help and don't think you need to do it on all on your own. You can't do it all on your own. 
It's okay to not be able to do that on your own. It's not all up to you. Number seven, I briefly mentioned this earlier, but number seven is sanitize all your high touch points. This is crucial after you've been sick. It's important to sanitize when someone in the house first becomes sick. This can help keep the germs from spreading to others in the home, but sometimes you can't keep all the germs at bay. That's all right. The sickness is just going to spread through wild, like wildfire through each member of the house, and that's going to happen. So when this happens, make sure you sanitize all high touch points when you start to feel better, then we can get all the germs out of the house. So what are the high touch points? Some of these high touch points are things that you would never think of and may surprise you when I go through this list. This isn't necessarily a high touch point to sanitize, but just as a side note, hand towels should be changed every day in the kitchen and bathrooms. I change them every day, whether people are sick or not. That's just what I would recommend. But at a minimum, when your home is healthy, change them every couple days. If you use white towels after a day or two, if you're paying attention to it, you're going to see that part that people use to dry their hands start to get a little dingy and slightly brown. If you use a colored hand towel, you may not see the change in color shade, but it's still happening. It's just disgusting. So change your towels, please. All right, I'm going to go through just a quick list of some of the basic high touch points that are going to be in most any home. Light switches, your door handles, cupboard handles, the sink faucet handles in your kitchen and bathroom, the parts on the walls that little kids may touch as they walk by. If you get at their eye level, you might actually see some fingerprints or streak marks from dirty little kid hands. Soap dispensers at all the sinks. People don't clean them. And when you're sick, they're touched a lot. And those germs just stay on that part that you push down to get the soap out. It's gross. So clean those. The toilet flush handles in all your bathrooms. Your cell phones. You would be shocked at how many people have never cleaned and sanitized their cell phone. And a lot of times when you're sick, you're sitting there holding your phone because you don't want to do anything else. It's just amazing the amount of people that have never cleaned their phones. It's gross. So when you're sitting there and you're sick and you're just flipping through on your cell phone because you don't want to do anything else, you're getting all those nasty germs on your phones. And then you start to feel better and your phone still is carrying all those nasty germs. So clean it, sanitize it. The TV remote. You're touching the TV remote with your sick, germy hands. And sometimes the kids... Another side note, away from being sick, those kids with, you know, the yucky kid hands, they're going to go grab the remote and now all that nastiness is on the remote. So you should be cleaning and sanitizing your remote every so often anyway, but especially after you're sick. And then the buttons on your microwave, the oven, the dishwasher, the washer and dryer, there's so many more, but you get the idea. So go through your home and anything that is touched on a regular basis needs to be sanitized. I know this sounds like a lot. But I have a home that's about 2,400 square feet, and it takes me maybe 10 minutes to do this. So you spray each touch point in the room with your your homemade sanitizing spray. Just go through and spray each touch point in the room. And then you, you go back through and you wipe each touch point that you sprayed with a microfiber cloth. And then you just move on to the next room and repeat. If you have kids that are old enough, assign each kid a room and show them what to do. That's going to cut the time from maybe 10 minutes down to five or even less. It's so easy and it's that simple to get the germs out of your house. 
Another thing that does take a little bit longer, but something you want to do every time you're sick is to change your bed sheets. All those germs from being sick are just sitting there on your sheets and pillowcases. It's time to wash them. Each child should be responsible for doing their own unless they're too young. So my boys are obviously too young to do their own at three months and two years old, but my two-year-old does help with his. I take them off and he helps me carry them into the laundry room. He'll put them in the washer and then I add the soap and he pushes the buttons that I show him to start the washer. My girls are all responsible for washing their own. I remind them like, hey, we've been sick, we're all feeling better, wash your sheets, but they're responsible for it. And that's just a huge help. It's something that I don't have to worry about except for the reminder. And then I know that their bed sheets are clean, they're getting healthy, all the germs are out. And it just helps me with things that need to be done, but I don't want to take the time to do it. It's called delegation and delegating is wonderful. You should really do it, especially when it comes to trying to take things that have been just become a disaster from being sick or gone around your home. If you delegate it, it's just amazing what it can do. And then in your business, you can take a lot of these same principles and apply it. It's obviously not cleaning, but organizing and sorting and focusing on one task and then moving on to the next task. It's a lot easier than it feels to get things back in order when they've become chaos. When you and your family get sick, it can turn your world upside down. Just a few days out of commission and everything starts to fall to pieces. I get it. You don't have to feel overwhelmed trying to put the pieces back together, though. Just a few weeks ago, we all got really sick. James threw up that morning and he had some pretty nasty poopy diapers. It was really gross. Then that evening, Johnny got sick. An hour later, Georgia ran to the kitchen sink and threw up. It was gross and I had to scrub the sink like crazy. Then an hour later, I was throwing up in the bathroom. And then Lorelai got sick about an hour later. It just spread through our home. Caleb, thankfully, since he's still nursing, didn't seem to get it too bad, but he was very clearly not feeling great. And that lasted a couple days. We were all down for the count. The house just got turned upside down. It took me longer than the rest recover because I still had to get up with the baby at night and I couldn't rest during the day because I was taking care of Caleb and then the other sick kids. My husband was a huge help though and he would give me ice cubes whenever I asked in the middle of the night and that was the only thing I could keep down. As a breastfeeding mama, it's crucial not to let your body get too dehydrated. So he was very helpful and I was so thankful even though he was just as miserable as me. But after four days, the house was a disaster. The animals had been fed, but that was about it. So there was lots to catch up on with the animals. The bathrooms needed cleaning really bad with all of us being sick from both ends. Maybe TMI, but it was gross. And the house needed some massive sanitizing. Kids' clothes piled up more than usual from all the exploding diapers and throw up. Suffice it to say, the house was a mess. I implemented these seven tips and went back to my normal routines, focused on just one thing at a time. I called in the troops. And by the end of the day, like it only took one day, the house was back in order and fully clean. Bed sheets changed and washed, halfway cut up on laundry. It did take a couple days for the laundry, but the kitchen was cleaned. The entire house was sanitized top to bottom. We had clean bathrooms, everything. And then we had a pot of chicken noodle soup for dinner, easy dinner cleanup, woke up the next morning and began to get caught up on business stuff. It is possible. It doesn't have to be overwhelming and cause massive anxiety when things in your home or business begin to get out of control. I hope this helps you the next time you look at your home, your business, or both and begin to feel overwhelmed. Just go back to these seven tips and see it transformed. 
Shoot me an email and let me know what's overwhelming you right now or how this helped you. And make sure you subscribe and listen to hear how I manage the massive amounts of laundry that go through our home on a weekly basis. We'll see y'all Wednesday. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.